0: Can you believe Davy chose Ben? Hi, I'm Amber.
1: I'm Jackie. And I'm Jacania. And we're The Real Lens.
0: A twin aunt and niece trio reviewing our favorite shows, whether from past or present, shows that got canceled that we think should come back, teenage dramas, novelas, and so much more. So stay tuned.
1: On our first ever episode, we're going to be discussing Never Have I Ever, and Never Have I Ever Been Slightly Disappointed. If you haven't seen the final season of Never Have I Ever, there will be spoiler alerts, so please exit out and come back to hear what we have to share. So let's address the first elephant in the room,
0: Ben and Davy's first time. So, why do you guys think that Davy decided to lose her virginity to Ben of all people?
1: Well, I think that she just had low no expectations when it came to her virginity um, because she had so many opportunities to do it with Paxton, and I think she was just overwhelmed and maybe felt intimidated by like his, ses- his sexual experience, and he's also like this high school god and. I think Ben was just like a safe choice for her. I mean, she just felt comfort in that. Yeah, I agree. I feel like Ben was a safe choice for her because they've always had like this frenemy relationship where they're constantly competing with each other. However, their story developed into like him caring for her in certain circumstances that we see throughout the seasons. Um And Paxton, there was just so much drama there that perhaps she just felt safer with Ben. Um, Though I preferred she had lost it to Paxton. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Yeah, so similar to what you guys are saying about Ben being the safe choice, not only that, but I think that he was her choice out of desperation. Because remember, Davy had like, a lot of goals that she wanted to accomplish a lot of bucket list goals that she had throughout what she thought she needed to do by the time she finished high school and one of them was to lose her virginity and when that's that didn't happen she chose someone that she thought would say yes <laughs> so
1: that's true that's true i think
0: that's why she chose him um I'm, i wish she hadn't but <laughs> that's what she did
1: um yeah so So even just like the whole um, virginity thing is already awkward. And then we learn later that that's also Ben's virginity. So it was kind of interesting how they both responded um, from a place of like not having knowledge of that, of each other. Like, obviously he knew that she was a virgin, but she didn't know he was. So I think that she was probably seeking something, something from him, like an experience, like from an experienced man. But that wasn't the case. And that was why like, it was a disaster, like the morning after. Yeah, I think it's kind of messed up, though, that he didn't tell her that it was her his first time when it was happening, because Davey felt like, oh, here's this experienced guy and I'm just going to give him this and hopefully he'll like guide me through this process. So for me, I was like, why didn't he tell her? You know, being that they've already shared some intimate moments throughout the seasons, with like the death of the um, the release of the ashes of her dad, etc. So it just felt a little mm-hmm. deceitful in a way. I don't want to say like too much, but it was, it was a little de- deceitful that he didn't tell her. Mm-hmm. In my, I opinion. don't think he owes her that. I think that that's rather personal. Um, I mean, obviously, if it's something that like affects her in that way, then yes. He should give that information to her, but um, it was it was interesting that um, you know, he pretended throughout his high school career that he was like this hotshot and he can get all the girls and all that. And then it was just like when it came down to it, it was kind of like he was similar to Davy in a lot of ways. Yeah, I feel like Grant, like he also struggled to like fit in, so he did. He was a bit of a poser even though he was so, like, academically just, like, a great student, you know, and had money, like, he was super rich, but there was just definitely a lot going on with Ben that I feel like still wasn't even resolved in this season, but we'll talk about more of that later.
0: Right, like, it almost makes me feel like Ben didn't actually develop as a character that much, because remember when he was with, Shia, what was her name? Shia Sharisha, something like that. Um, in the first season, that like he mm-hmm. used her basically mm-hmm. as a cover-up so that he can be popular. So he nice. used her for popularity. And wouldn't we say that he also used Margot in order to cover up his feelings for Davy? Because the whole yeah. time he liked Davy. So yeah. has Ben actually improved as a character?
1: No. I don't, I don't. I don't think, think he at has. all. Mm-mm. I don't think he has. But yeah. um, I didn't but even think about Margo. But it was interesting that they didn't do a Ben episode in this season when they did before. Mm-hmm. So we didn't really get to see like that growth that we wanted to see from Ben, especially because he was such a like significant part, you know, in Davy, Davy's ending. So. That's true. Like we got a Paxton episode. And I don't know if that was just like to give him more airtime or to make him feel more part of the season, or if it was because we knew we weren't gonna get, you know, Daxton endgame and they just wanted to throw us a ball. Mindy Kaling. Yeah. <laughs> that was a huge let down. Yeah. Anyway. Um right. so- since we're talking about first times and all, um kind of like deviated away from Ben and went to our latest heartthrob, Ethan. What do you guys think about um her sexual awakening with Ethan?
0: I think that they did Ethan dirty because he appeared for like two episodes and then when Davey was with him he just disappeared um not to say that like he was a great contender for Davey because obviously he was a borderline criminal showed the signs (laughs) of someone who's going to jail after high school um but I don't know like I feel like she jumped really quickly into having sex with him like she had no regard like i thought that she would have her awakening with paxton um yeah. like the way that i thought this was going to go was that she was going to realize oh my first time should have been paxton and that she was going to try to repair that and instead yeah. try to pursue a relationship with paxton and mm-hmm. try to relive or redo what she thinks should have happened in the first place but right. either way they did Ethan dirty because you know <laughs> he's fine um he should have had more screen time if he was only going to be for her sexual awakening like there was no point to that character they might as well have just used Paxton's character for that in my opinion
1: so first of all Ethan is hot okay <laughs> I was like whoa okay we see what you're good there. Um, definitely some stiff competition for Paxton. but, um, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> this is how I feel about it. Um, I feel that in that particular time, what Ethan was going through was exactly what Davy was going through because Ethan had a growth spurt. So he was discovering this, like women are attracted to me. Oh my God, I get to have my pick of the litter, so to speak. And he just wanted to like bounce around, but Davey was still like, I'm just going to have fun with this because I'm just, I'm new to this. However, still, (laughs) I want you to be with only me because, you know, she, she values that loyalty. Um, he wasn't in enough episodes. I feel like they should have had a little bit of more development in that particular um, sex field. But um, I feel like there definitely was opportunity when Paxton was getting all the details from Davy about who she was with, that there was a perfect opportunity for them to explore their relationship a little bit more. And it didn't have to even be sexual at all because we know that they've gotten hot and heavy without doing the do. Um, but it yeah. would have been nice for her to share that experience with him now that he matured. And also she's evolved as a character as well. Um. Yeah, so as far as like the whole Ethan sexual awakening thing, I just kind of want to like stay on that topic a lot because this is something we don't see on screen a lot and it's the idea of female pleasure um mm. if we you know you know if we look at how media presents uh like sex it's usually like the man receiving pleasure the man we re- um, you know getting an orgasm and all that but we never see like the woman like demanding her own pleasure so it was kind of like exciting to see Davy. Go after that because even her friends were like, "Did you have an orgasm?" Like they immediately wanted to know that because it is very difficult for women to have like orgasms when they're having sex with men, and that's real. So it kind of mm-hmm. reminded me of that movie, that nineteen eighties movie, like Fast Times at Regiment High, where they show yeah. like that was very progressive at the time. And it's funny how, like, now it's still kind of, like, shocking to see a woman, like, go after her own sexual pleasure. And that theme was really recurrent with, like, even the grandma and the mom and in the season. So I did, like, like that aspect of it. Yeah, I feel like Mindy Kaling also took some elements of her other show on HBO, The Secret, Life, the Secret Sex Lives of College Girls. I think that's the title. Um, It's actually really good. I haven't seen the Nego season, but um, in that particular show, you do see a lot of that. So maybe she took some of those elements from that show and incorporated it into Never Have I Ever because now she is uh, more grown. She's of age at this point. So now we can explore those topics. Um, However... It is interesting that they are talking about it on the show, being that there's younger girls who are watching, or younger guys too, who are watching and and maybe are exploring those feelings for the first time. So um, it is important because a lot of times we do see that women get kind of like the short end of the stick. No pun intended. (laughs) Um, (laughs) They do get the short end because it's always about like, is he satisfied is you know it's never the other way around so and normally when it's your first time you there is you don't even know what to expect and because it was no the first time <laughs> because there's you know it was the first time for both Ben and davy he's probably like i don't even know what i'm doing so it was terrible so there was like that awkward interaction of him like not knowing if she should stay if they should continue on the day, and he just kind of resulted to, Can I call you a cat? Which Whoa, was kind God. of like a, you know, it was kind of like a slap in the face. Can I call you a cat? I fell a little cheap. I don't know. Just right. saying. Yeah. <laughs> right. It's just like
0: one of the many times that Ben Gross has acted
1: gross. Gross. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the so many gross. times. Yeah. I like right. Sorry. I'm not a fan. And on that.
0: second thought, you know, mm. Ethan, I guess he was a very important character for her because had she only had sex with Ben, she would have thought that, oh, sex is weird and confusing, and like, I don't even know how to feel about it. But with Ethan, I remember when he said, "Um, oh, that's because you just haven't had sex with me." So it's mm, like, yeah, he was showing her a different aspect, would like,
1: please don't say that to girls like." <laughs> <laughs>
0: right but at least he was showing her like a different aspect like oh you know I can pleasure you as well like this doesn't have to be an awkward experience
1: yeah um so
0: we all know that we wanted her to lose it to Paxton but she didn't so let's talk about Paxton for a minute and his character development from like season one up until this point Um, So we know in this season, he ends up leaving ASU rather quickly to become an assistant swim coach at Sherman Oaks. Um, For me personally, I wasn't shocked about it um, because he's very wishy-washy, right? Like I feel like even him deciding to go back, like go to college, like towards the end of last season was kind of like a out of the blue type of thing. And yeah, like He did all the work in order to get there. But realistically, it was very late in senior year for him to have worked that hard and all of a sudden you're getting into college, you know, especially a a school of
1: that level. But what do you have to say? Well, I think it, I think his experience in his first semester of college is very realistic. And I'm glad that they did that because, um, the transition from high school to college, like now you're a, a real adult, right? When, when really you're just kids pretending to be adults. You don't know anything mm-hmm. about the world. You're meeting brand new people. You're not in your comfort. And that's something that even I did. I mean, I didn't leave the state. I was still studying school in the state, but I desperately wanted to leave that school because I felt lost. I felt confused. I didn't feel understood. And I think the same thing was happening to Paxton um yeah. Yeah. so it it was kind of realistic it was just kind of like disappointing that they made him go back to the school on those under those circumstances um I wish he kind of would have been in like the neighborhood and just like being a part of Davey's life in a different way and not necessarily in the school like coming back right like it was like a weird yeah. dynamic because it's like now he's her superior and it was just like it, yeah, they could have been, like weird. really explore like their their past or anything like it, w- it was just weird yeah I I feel like well to talk about his college experience I did go away for college so I do understand like that isolation not having your friends or family around and for Paxton it was even harder because he was the popular kid in high school right so for him to be not Popular in college was like a little bit damaging to his ego um, because he's like, I run things around here. And I think he was still kind of like in his mind, just kind of like torn between becoming an adult, but also still being that person that ruled school. Right. Um, So I think that him going back to the school to work was his way of getting a bit of that power back that he had as someone who was super popular in school. Um, I think that he out of every character, aside from Davey, he is the most developed character. And I think that it was like a little bit of a slap in the face to make him go through all of those changes and to have him drop out. Like obviously eventually he does go back to college um, but it does happen where a lot of people kind of regret or are not sure that what they're doing is right. And that's part of growing up and uh, becoming an adult. But it was just, I don't know, it was such a weird, like just in film in general, it was just so weird for him to just, right, you know what, I'm just going to go work at the school. You know, it was just, <laughs> o- it was just awkward. Um, it was rushed I too. Have, yeah, I agree. Like he should have been someone that, you know, he came back on spring break, Thanksgiving, or something like that, and he saw Davy, and they still had that interaction, that would have been a more mm, believable or more like, um, it would have been a, a more believable way of them seeing them interact, because he could have easily come back for holidays, she could have been like, oh, yeah, guess what, I lost my virginity or whatever. But it was just like, weird. I don't know. What I thought was
0: going to happen was that he was going to leave ASU because he was maybe homesick. And then mm-hmm. he was going to come back to California and just go to a local school. And then he and Davy could explore the relationship throughout her senior year. But making him an assistant swim coach at the school that she goes to, like, it's like, They basically doomed them from the beginning because they weren't gonna Mm -hmm. be able to have any sort of relationship because that would be like a teacher student type of thing, and Mm. you know this is not Pretty Little Liars, you know with (laughs) Arya and Ezra like it's (laughs) creepy, you know this is not
1: ten years ago you could get
0: away right like this is (laughs) illegal, you know (laughs) it's not like ten years ago that you can get away with watching this on TV.
1: Now there's a lot of like um
0: it's a little it's a little it's weird. Yeah, the power
1: di- the power dynamics of that is it is it is strange. Um, but I do want to go back to like his like his growth. And it was just kind of hard, like how you were saying, Jackie, that um seeing his like him go back to something that he already like, you know, that Davey helped him move on from, right? And going for him going back and like I think part of the reason he wanted to go back to was because of Trent and he and they have like a codependent relationship and I didn't more Trent stop. than Paxton more Trent yeah. than Paxton but 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 Paxton also needed Trent for like praise and adoration like mm-hmm. he really yeah, worshiped him and I think that he needed like um Trent to scratch his ego because he was feeling in the dumps um, when he was at ASU. And then Trent, you know, he's stuck in time. Like, he just doesn't want to move forward with his life. And he just wants to keep everybody around him, like, grounded with him. Um, so it was just, like, interesting to see their dynamic when he comes back to Sherman Oaks. Yeah, I was kind of upset. We didn't see Paxton's sister this season. Yes, we're back on She's like a voice of reason for him. Paxton operates from a lot of fear. Like, even when he was trying to date Davey, he was in fear. Him going Mm -hmm. to college, fear. Him getting his grades up, that was a lot of fear for him. So, yeah, he had a lot of codependency, but his sister was like someone who grounded him
0: and, like, literally
1: told him what it was. Like, she was not afraid to speak her mind. Like, stop acting dumb. Like, what are you doing? Mindy, what Um, happened to Rebecca? Why did you... Yeah, like, why didn't we see her? We see his you know kooky mom but we don't see um his sister which would have made even more sense
0: um, instead of his
1: mother because we don't really see paxton's parents aside from that one episode um where in i think it was in season two so his sister would have been the most perfect person to kind of give him that that inspiring talk that he had uh, about his mom Agree. Just agree. saying she should have been back and she
0: was awesome. Right. And even his interactions with Davy this season weren't as impactful as they were in the previous seasons because mm-hmm. usually she was also a person that kept him grounded, that told him like it was, you know, mm-hmm. and there really wasn't any of that. If anything, yeah. they fast forward to the scene where they get stuck in the supply closet and then they share a kiss. And then the next day they completely brush over it say that it was closure um do you guys think that they actually had closure because I, I uh, like, no. no no that Absolutely
1: is not closure not. what closure you've been obsessing over Ben and Ethan and your whatever you had going on that, that you was saw Paxton in the hallways and you like oh yeah sure oh hey what like Clearly, no. you still are like over, you, you were acting like you were over this guy. That was so cruel. They were doing fan service so they could give us our hopes up, get, keep our hopes mm-hmm. up to see if they were going to get back together. And I I felt betrayed. <laughs> like, yeah, it was honestly I'm awful. Like, how could they do that? And the closure, like what closure? They didn't have a discussion, it wasn't right. like this thing. And they were just like, oh, like it, they are like the way they developed within each other. And like they were a mutual help to each other. It it was just no, there was no closure in that case. It, it, there wasn't. And the fact that he was like caught and almost fired, like whole, that was a mess. So yeah, yeah, that was a little pointless in my opinion. And you could tell there there I, are lingering feelings. You don't just kiss someone. Because for the for for the hell of it, no, there are you have an emotion towards that person to kiss them. So Mm -hmm. not to mention the progression of Davy and Paxton's relationship. Like, even like her getting her her first kiss from Paxton, like that moment is rent-free in my head. Like I literally rewind to that episode a lot because. One the song, okay, it's yes, beautiful. Yes. But two, it's just the way they they have so much chemistry. Even though Paxton in real life is significantly older than my tree. so but they have so much chemistry that it just made sense for that relationship to to flourish and to continue beyond co- well beyond high school. So yeah. I am totally disappointed. That was a huge letdown. I, I honestly couldn't believe that it happened. I was just like, there's just no, it doesn't make sense for her and Ben to stay mm-hmm. together. Uh, logically, it did not make sense to me. Um, people want to argue online about, you know, Ben was there for her and he let her stay in his house. And I'm like, but he also intentionally talking stopped talking to her. So let's talk about that. <laughs> you know, he lied about it. He lied about it. The first of all, pinned it on his girl. Yeah. Like
0: what? Yeah. Then is low key one of those toxic relationships that you're not supposed to be entertaining because number one, he lies about um you know, oh Margot was the one that said I can't talk to you, and then she finds out that he's lying about it. He's just the one that doesn't want to talk to her. After they have sex, he says, Oh, I'm gonna hit the hay. Like, who says that? Mm-hmm. Who says hey, this- that? He calls her David. He calls her things outside of her name. Like, these are not terms of endearment. Like, remember, he called them the UN for the mm-hmm. uneffable <laughs> nerds. Like, yeah. yes. Like, like he's, he's
1: not. He's not. And, like, you know, for someone who wanted to demonstrate a lot of maturity, he was very mature. It was very, very disheartening to see like that, that trope of like, oh, when a boy is mean to you, that means he loves you. Like, give me a break, man. Like, that's BS. Like, I'm, Paxton did a little of this too, though. Let's no, not even front. Like, Paxton, he, he we expected it. that from Paxton. Like, Paxton, yeah, yeah he was a popular kid who had an edge, but Ben was being deliberately mean towards right. David like you could tell that Paxton was just like from a place of like I'm the popular kid and I have to like play this role but then you know, yes he had his hero moments all right we're gonna give that to you Ben it was just like that, that idea of like oh I am mean to you because I love you and then saying I think I love you or I think I like you whatever it is that he said in the in the season in the in the end of the of uh, the series I was just like are you serious like did they really just like tear down all of this female empowerment that was going on in the show for that? I'd rather her had stayed alone. Right. Honestly, the two best options would have been she stay alone or she ends up with Paxton and not even like no story has to end with like, oh, she rode off into the sunset with a guy. <laughs> right. But- we know that the show was loosely based on a lot of things, right? You know, character development, breathing, and all that stuff, but it was also about the love triangle that Davy had. Mm-hmm. So to have her end up with someone that just they didn't really have a good relationship in general, right? So
0: it just it didn't just make weird. sense to me.
1: There's so many factors, and I can go on and on and on about it, but it just didn't make sense to me. And realistically, like, if we're going to be for real in the real world, who would she have really chosen? Obviously, Pakistan. <laughs> 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 and the queen That was the herself. obvious choice. Wait a minute. The queen herself said she is team Paxton and she gave her reasoning for it she was interviewed by Variety and she says that you know Paxton was more romantic he romanced her there was a lot of romance in their relationship and it was like with Ben there was like nothing there was nothing that was romantic it was more so like oh you comforted me when we spread my dad's ashes and that's beautiful but there was no like this thing that we call chemistry
0: but paxton was the one who got her over her dad's death remember that episode that's true where she was dating um what was his name but she was dating someone in season three that it was her mom's friend's son
1: yeah i can't remember his
0: name i remember like one of his friends they like broke something that belonged to her dad and then paxton comes to the rescue because she's like freaking out and then she tells him you kind of helped me get over the death of my dad. So yeah. even though Ben assisted her in spreading the ashes, he had like he had nothing to do with the emotional aspect of helping her get over it. He literally was just there for her, like he drove her
1: yeah. to the yeah. event. That's literally all it was. <laughs> I mean, anybody he showed her a lot of grace too. <laughs> like that's a, that's a big ask, so. Yeah. He also, Paxton showed her a lot of grace. Like, he rescued her so many times. Um, even despite the fact that Davy was a little mean to Paxton, too. Like, she two times Ooh. him. She also. She um, his career. it ruined <laughs> yes. his swim career. And yet, he still took the big leap of dating her. And when she had him, she didn't appreciate him. You know, she was constantly questioning herself, even though he chose her. You know, she had this insecurity. But Paxton also gave her a gift because, and I think this is why I'm more, I'm never team Ben, but I'm always team Paxton. And the reason why I'm on team Paxton is because when they're together and she's constantly questioning, like, because she finally got the popular guy, right? So she can't believe it herself. She has like all this low self esteem, and then he tells her, he's like, "You have to love yourself. Right. um If not, like the relationship isn't gonna work." And I think that he did give her that gift of her like trying to find like that love within herself, and also like go through that gr- that grievance that she had with oh, about her dad's death. But that's how you know that Paxton literally, for real, loved her because he was like, "Look, I'm not. I can't." I can't continue to reassure you all the time you need to I love you but you need to love you and that's can you get any more romantic than that I mean he literally mentioned she mentions it to him in this season yeah about you remember what you told me about like you know being sure about myself before we could be together. I thought that was a perfect segue for them to explore relationships. I, Absolutely. I'm like, she's in the perfect spot now. She's confident, you know, she's going to, you know, she's going to college. Mind you, yes, she had a whole drama with Princeton, but um, like I said, like, she's still like a little bit immature in the season in a lot of ways. But there was still growth with her in how she decides to pursue her career, her college career. Um, But even in the way she starts to pursue Ethan, right? Even though she was like unsure because her friend was like into him briefly. Um, But um, even her pursuing him, she was like confident. Okay, I'm just gonna go ahead and like do it, whatever. And when she broke up with him, she was confident. Yeah, she was just like, she was like, Yeah, you're not good for me. <laughs> enough is and enough. You it know? was kind of good to see her like graduate from therapy. Like she didn't need Dr. Ryan that much. Like oh no, she, she no. Both- I love Dr. Ryan. <laughs> I know. I, I like, but you you didn't see her like after each scene, like how we saw her in the past, like in season one. She was always in therapy, but now it was just like, you know, maybe like twice, I think, in the, mm-hmm. the whole season. And it was just like, it was good to see her like kind of like gain that confidence. Like obviously you're never going to be a hundred percent confident that you're still going to need that support, but it was good to see her like go through that. Honestly, that moment with in, in the therapy room, Mm -hmm. I sobbed like a baby the entire season. That was the only scene I was like, Oh my God, you know, because Yeah. She is very honest with her therapist. I think like she is the most honest with her therapist. Like she literally just says what she thinks out loud and doesn't care like what the opinion is, which is how we should feel with our therapist. But, um, she relied on her, like Davy relied on her, on her bringing her back to reality and just like trying to give her the tools to navigate um, through certain, certain tribulations she was going through, but that was a, a, a really heart heartfelt scene, and yeah, I, was I like, like that scene. I was like, oh, <laughs> you know. But um, <laughs> yeah, there were a lot of moments that I liked. We don't completely hate the show or ending. There were some great moments, but now nah, we hated the ending. Sorry, <laughs> we just hated um, that completely. <laughs> I hated yes.
0: almost everything. About oh my god. <laughs>
1: okay okay Okay. but
0: yeah I wasn't satisfied I really wasn't number one um I don't like that she didn't end up with Paxton that's number one I don't like that she ended up with Ben I don't like that they only gave Ben the opportunity to drop the L bomb they only gave Mm -hmm. him the opportunity to say I love you if this was really going to be old the love triangle is still alive type of thing then paxton would have also had a fighting chance like it would have been both paxton and ben saying oh we love you not make a choice and literally it was just all about ben and and how they wanted to be together the whole time but they just had to find a way to get together
1: like they didn't even have that relationship in the whole season to be like oh yeah i choose you like yeah they had like a moment of they weren't even together like half of the half of the school year they didn't even talk and it was just like which was weird it's like someone you dated helped to get into college you guys were friends it It just didn't make sense for them to act like they were complete strangers granted he was faculty whatever which Mm -hmm. is a whole other like storyline that was strange but well how do you think it should have ended Mm -hmm.
0: justice for kamala justice
1: for Kamala what happened to her character first of all where was Manish we needed to see that relationship evolve because Manish is a cutie and he should have been on screen more you just see them eating ice cream on the blog and I'm like right Baltimore (laughs) or whatever I feel like it was rushed this whole thing was rushed yeah and they didn't have time to like really put these significant storylines to an end. It didn't feel like a finale. It felt like a continuation. Um, But we needed to see Manish. Kamala needed justice because we have seen her failed relationships, that she was supposed to get married to these guys. It didn't happen. She falls in love with Manish. The grandmother's like, I don't like him, that I do like him, but not really. And then Manish (laughs) just disappears. Even the teacher. Even Davy's teacher was like absent for most of the the series the season. I was like, where is he? He's like the comedic relief of the show. He had Um, some his moments. He really did. He really did. But he just like every time he appears, he just made it even funnier. But yeah, there were definitely other moments. Amber, tell me the rest of the things that you didn't like.
0: Um I also don't like that whole thing with Fabiola, you know, applying to Princeton. Like I, I get it. Like the type of mom that she has. Like her mom is like, no, you need to do this, and sure she's gonna do what her mom tells her to do. But like yeah. why not tell Davy? Just say, Oh, my mom is making me apply and I don't want to, and that's it. Like, why the whole drama?
1: I think how decides to not even go. But I think they what they tried to do this season was kind of cause friction in this friendship trio, which was ridiculous. Because usually there is friction within a friendship. It's like super dramatic, but they like got over it in like two seconds. And it was just like, if you're going to do that, go all the way. Like make it super dramatic. Like they don't talk for an entire school year, you know, but they right. didn't do that. It was just like, mm, I forgive you. You wasted time. when well, We could have seen mm-hmm. Paxton on screen more. <laughs> <laughs> Something I also
0: didn't like was Eleanor and Trent. First of all, Eleanor has always made it clear that she's a very free spirit that's going to jump around probably from person to person. Like she'll have you for a season, and then when she's, you know, changing whatever it is that she wants to do in that moment in her life, she'll hop onto someone else. So I just found it very out of character. For her mm-hmm. to go back to Trent, especially since Trent is obviously trying to tie her down. And mm-hmm. then the last clip yeah. shows that they're, like, working together or something like that. So it just shows that Trent, they didn't even care to give him character development. He continued At to be all. dependent such on someone. a
1: lovable character. And to make him, mm-hmm. like, this guy that was, like, I'm going to do a grand gesture so that I can hold her back from her life. I was like yeah, yeah. I was like but did not, he seem more dumb him. to you this that he was a lost puppy it was yeah. like why bring him back to Sherman Oaks again to not even develop him more as a character it would have been great to see him like even more involved in his schoolwork because he felt embarrassed for not graduating mm-hmm. but instead you just see him literally behind Paxton and like obsessed with him, and now developing some pseudo relationship with Ben, which was so uh, a totally oh awkward thing. I was like, "Why are we trying to make this happen?" <laughs> it was just weird. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So I agree with that a hundred percent. What about um, what about um, Natalie and Andre? Yes! Oh my god, I ship them. I, I, love I them. first of all, they're amazing. They should have been the ones getting married, Um, honestly, instead of the grandma. But I understand. I feel like that made more sense. Well, that's when the grandma gets married. Like, um, we just, I I like that she got married, but I wish that we would have seen um, the mom's wedding instead. Um, Or even an engagement. Something of the sort. But I like that the mom, um, the grandma got married because, Um, A lot of the time in like, um, you know, in some of cultures and, and, you know, we're Latinas. So we understand like sometimes when women become widowed, the expectation from like the extended family and those around you is like, you're supposed to like grieve your husband until you're dead. Like, and she lost her husband when she was 22 years old. So it was kind of like, she literally um well how do you say um she was mourning I was trying, I was thought about it in Spanish um <laughs> she was mourning her husband for decades and she didn't explore like that part of her a part of herself that you know women want love people human people need connection you know you're not supposed to do life alone and she deserved to have love and I think that by her doing that it gave um the mom like permission to pursue her own relationship too, so it was kind of good to see like yeah. all the women kind of like owning that about themselves and breaking those, breaking those like social uh, social norms within the culture. And it was nice to see Davy kind of pushing for her mom to date. Whereas when we saw in season two, I believe when she's yeah. dating Common. He will be Common. I don't care what his character's name is. Right. <laughs> common is, well, beautiful man. Love him so much. Um, But I would have liked them to either revisit that relationship, yeah. because they had a good chemistry. However, Andres seemed to fit a lot. Um, First of all, he is <laughs> um, Moky, Right? All but, <laughs> but he also had some similarities to Nani being that he's a single parent and they're, you know, they're both in the same age group and they're gonna be empty nesters. So having that companionship was nice. Um, however, it didn't make sense to me that the grandma is randomly dating. Like, where'd you guys meet? This is a <laughs> brand new character that exactly. exactly. you you just brought in this new character out of nowhere. She's just like, secretly a millionaire it was just like a lot of things going on that I was just like we could have literally went without that storyline and continued Andres and Nanani's storyline and Kamala and Manish's storyline that would have been a more effective ending in my opinion but but though I do appreciate understand like yes um the grandmother remarrying despite that many years being in mourning and not really giving herself the the gift of like companionship right outside of her family and taking care of everyone um but it would have been nice to see even for a little bit the relationship between her and her new husband grow because we didn't even get to see that we just saw Kamala figuring out if he was trying to like take her money like that's really what <laughs> he we saw look a little he looked a little sketch yeah. I was like I was like, <laughs> like was... <laughs> awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like
0: what are you doing here but she's she's from Wizards of Waverly Place like, that's him what are you doing here
1: oh my god no he Cause. definitely like that scene where she was like I'll go get your debit card I'm like go get your debit card With hey. señora like no <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, yeah yeah but you know um i i mean i've already kind of expressed a little bit of how i wanted to see this and i would have liked paxton and davy together mm-hmm. or alone <laughs> her in Princeton it would have been nice to see her and let's talk about why didn't we have a graduation like y'all just skip or a prom or Or a a prom which is more important than the graduation to a lot of kids in high school I was like this is this is outrageous yeah maybe like it was okay if like Davy was just like not feeling it and she didn't go but like Eleanor, Fabiola, like, come on, that's unrealistic. Everybody looks forward to prom. Their last moments together before they see each other off for college. Like, first of all, she was valedictorian why didn't we hear her speech her and ben were literally always like this fighting to see who was going to be Victorian. we should have heard that speech but now they're together so you but know, now they're, they're together so more i feel yeah, like a lot of their relationship whether they're in love because which is a lie they're not really in love um <laughs> <laughs> you already know how i feel about this i do not think ben loves her I think Ben saw her as like this trophy because Paxton validated her as someone worthy of being with a popular kid and he wanted all the popular kids things so that's just how I feel about it do with that information what you will but they were constantly like head to head and the fact that they still weren't in competition because of you know for the valedictorian spot and not hear her speech. Like I thought she, she would have made an amazing speech, especially like overcoming everything. Like she was paralyzed. She, her father, you know, died, and her overcoming that and going through so much growth throughout the season. We needed to hear her speech. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. It was also nice to see the 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 image of her dad again. I yeah. love when they when she sees him and he's like giving her advice. Um, I would have liked to see that a little bit more this season too. We only saw him like one or t- once or twice. Um, but I guess that that was kind of to echo that she's already getting over his death and didn't need to rely on his memory as much. But he's mm-hmm. also like amazing. I think that he is a very good looking man too. He did a wonderful <laughs> yes. job as his, yeah. as her dad. Yeah, he, he did awesome, honestly. It felt like he was it literally part of the show. Yeah. The entire mm-hmm. time. Yeah. Oh, wow. Well, I feel like there's more to the story. And let's talk about that ending. Like, what the heck, John McEnroe? Right. What oh my about God. for now? Yes. What the heck was um, that about? Is there going to be a season five? Are we going to do Saved by the Bell, the college years? Like, what's going on? <laughs> Is there gonna be a movie? Like, I need to know because if there's an opening here, she need to drop in And it's four years later, and she gets with Paxton. That, right. That' will maybe I could see happening. that happening, or maybe right. there's there's a new guy. You know, like it doesn't. I know we want Paxton at the end of the day, but when you're in college, things change. You're not you don't you're not the same person and that's just the reality so to see either a spinoff, i would love to see a spin-off of kamala i would love to see a spin-off of nanali i would love to see that yeah um but i know that mindy kaling has expressed seeing a spin-off of trent which to me doesn't oh. make the most sense he is a lovable funny character we love him
0: but but, uh,
1: but no <laughs> one wants to, to see that him he's not very bright. What exactly are we going to see from him? Like we're yeah. not going to see much. Um, maybe he gets smarter. I don't know. But I would see a show of Paxton, like, you know, he's the older one in the cast. So they can literally fast forward like him entering like, you know, the workforce or something and seeing him do that. Yeah. And that would be awesome. Yeah. Or him being the yeah. teacher at Sherman Oaks after he's graduated. That would be great. Yeah. I don't know. I don't want to see him in Sherman Oaks. It honestly well, would have been out of sense. school. At A school. I know. It's school. just like, that's it. Let's move on. But he's, like, <laughs> he's going to be a teacher. He's going to so. be a teacher. He's going to be a teacher. But honestly, I feel like he was already healed from his injuries. He could have just like t- tested to swim again. That's like, why true. didn't we think of that as a as a plot for him? Well, like maybe just we didn't... can explore that in college, and he joins That's the, team. He and the team. what I'm saying. He joins the team, or becomes an athlete again. He joined the know. Olympics. Like, yes, Paxton, come on! Yeah. All right, Mindy, Kayleen, get yeah. Work. I can see that. So no, yeah, they cool.
0: need to tell
1: us like right
0: now. <laughs> <What's going on? laughs> I think that um, since they said this is the they said this is the last season, right? But maybe there may be a movie because remember when Miss Queen said that she's team Paxton she said um the door is not closed so that's
1: true she did say that maybe there
0: shall be a movie
1: but like don't tell me the door is closed and I'm supposed to just like imagine it in my brain and make my own ending no like let there actually be a window where the show comes back in a different way with maybe a different character at the center. And perhaps we could talk. I don't know. Um so they if might you could do that... that. Oh, sorry. Um, that... no, I was gonna say they might do they might do that. Um, Zoe's Infinite Playlist, which I know none of you have seen. I love that show. I'm so upset it canceled, but to end their their story, they ended up doing a TV movie. Which was nice, but it, it, you know, it did end a lot of the questions that we needed answered. So maybe they'll do a movie or maybe we'll see Davey in college. We'll see. We'll give an update once we know more. <laughs>
0: so if you could rate this season on a scale from one to ten,
1: what would you rate it? You sh- uh, um, oh gosh. A four. A four. I'm okay, a four and a six. I think. A four and a half. I'll I'm going to say a say six. A six. Um, I'm going to say a six. And in my opinion, season three was the finale. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yep. Yeah. Same. yeah I we ended it there. It <laughs> didn't feel like, the reason why I say a four and a half is because it did not feel like a finale. Like, I feel like what's, like, there were so many, it, it was too rushed. Um, they spent a lot of time on things that they didn't need to spend time on. Um, but I did enjoy a lot of the themes, like the recurrent themes that were going on in the show, like, you know, the female empowerment, the matriarch, like tearing down like social norms and all those things. But there were still elements of the show that I was just like, um, we need to, there were a lot of loose ends and it made me feel uneasy. Like I Mm -hmm. feel unsatisfied. And I'm gonna rewatch seasons one through three, and that's just gonna be the ending. Yeah, I'm gonna rewatch it again too. It's honestly a, an amazing series. Like, I know that we spent the last hour bashing, <laughs> not <laughs> a lot bashing, of what we didn't like, but analyzing would be the better word. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but we literally love this show. I mean, when it first came out, I remember telling Amber, oh my God, you need to watch the show. Never, ever, ever. It's so good. Mm-hmm um and and I'm like a grown woman watching a teen show and I don't care I will I don't care YA for life it's YA for life right yeah because and you see a lot of yourself in some of these characters too and it's not just the young people that you see because even Common the way he got into the show was because he watches it this man is like Mm. 50 you know what I mean? It's true, so, but it's like good because, like you know, we have like two generational perspectives here, like millennial, Gen Z, or Zillennial, I think, Amber. Um, yeah. so it's just kind of like interesting how like we watched our shows growing up, like One Tree Hill, like those distinctive like um elements. Like, there's still some elements of the same, like the storyline that they follow. But like the way that they're handled are a lot different, so that's it was. It's pretty cool to see now. Yeah, um, I want to get into the new show that we're gonna be critiquing or analyzing, as you say. Um, <laughs> but uh, we'll see what show we'll do next. Like I am excited for some shows that are already on screen, but some new ones that are coming up that I'm definitely gonna be binge watching because. I need to watch anyone sitting because people love to spoil shows now. <laughs>
0: yeah, the they should Turn pretty. Yes. Yes. Oh my god! Yes. It drops Season two July. is
1: coming. But um, it, I'm curious to know, like, our our listeners to see what shows you guys want us to like analyze, like if they've been canceled or um, you know. Older shows like from the nineties, like I'm down to rewatch Beverly Hills 90210. Like, oh, that's you know? a lot of seasons! Oh my gosh, it's a lot of seasons, but we can. <laughs> but it's one of my favorite. Like in the future, obviously, but um, you know, novellas, anything like that. I'm curious to know. Um, definitely leave us those comments or like send us messages about that.
0: Thank you so much for listening to The Real Lens Podcast. Follow us on all social media platforms, including TikTok, YouTube, or right here on Apple Podcasts. So stay plugged in as we continue to review our favorite shows.